I'm Robin. And I'm Molly. And this is... Home is where the murder is. Happy New Year, everyone. 2024. We made it. Are you surprised? Yes. I am. (laughs) I was a little worried about making it to the finish line on this one. Yeah. I, Robin did a video call with me last night. Yeah. I didn't know if she was going to make it. She was around a fire. Yeah. And, it was, and it's funny because there was a lot of concern about me falling into the fire. Yeah. But I didn't. I yep. just smell like it now. Ugh. That's, yeah, I need that's a, a smell I do not like. I love the look and the idea and the coziness of a campfire. Hate the smell. Yeah. It's all over me. I went to your house and I sprayed dry shampoo all over myself. Yeah. All over myself. I just do not like, like nothing... Like laying down, like after like a like a, a campfire, and like it's in your hair, and you just smell it. Oh, yeah. It's in your you, face. I, I hate it. I could come over there right now, and you'd Ugh, be able to smell it on gosh. me. Gosh, do you want me to? No, there's nothing. I mean, there's things I I hate worse, but that is something I just despise. Like I will not go and sit around a campfire for that reason, unless I know that I can shower afterwards. <laughs> Like, unless there's a plan that, like, I know that I'm able to shower afterwards. If I'm, like, at someone's house, like, staying over, you're out camping, I will make sure I am at a distance so that I am able to sleep. Because it's a trigger for me, actually, for, like, headaches and stuff, too. Yeah. 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 I have a headache right now. Yep. But that's because I drank... Bottles of wine. Bottles of wine last night. You think... You sure it's that? I was on a vengeance last night. I got to my brother's house and I grabbed a bottle of Riesling and I finished that bottle by myself within the hour. Great. And for why? Just, I don't know. You were on a vengeance. You're I, like, I, you were on a mission. You're like, I'm doing this. I Watch everyone. I think because I'm not going to drink until after the pageant again. So I was like, well... Oh, because now 2024, here we go. No more drinking. Well, just just until the pageant's over. Okay. So, because I'm actually, I decided that my goal was to actually try to win this thing. So, the last couple times I've done it, I'm just happy to be included. I've decided I no longer am happy to be included. I want to win it. You're going to win it. So, I just do it. It's just like, I think the reason my mindset was so like nonchalant before was because I didn't think a girl like me could win. That's silly. No, it's not. If you well, met, if you've met these women, I, like anybody that knows me, yeah. knows I'm not a beauty queen. So it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. It's like, but it's just because they're. I don't know. I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna say things to like make people upset. But there's a certain. Um, there's a certain uh, stereotype of oh, yeah. beauty queen, and they're all beautiful. That's the. Oh yeah, this, but like with like how they act and how they are, and like that's just not necessarily you. No, and th- that's true, and th- that's another thing too. Is like I've been to the national pageant many times, and it's not like our state pageant where all of us are friends, right? And we're just happy that whoever wins, we're just happy for them. That like it's isn't not- that movie that Drop Dead Gorgeous movie, right? Isn't oh, yeah. that that movie? There's Beautiful too. Remember with yeah, uh, Mini Driver. Yep. So I so, mean, there there's lots of stereotypes yeah. out there, and but, I think once you get higher, obviously, like yeah. a lot of those, like probably are pretty yeah. accurate not at like the level that like yeah that we know the people yeah. at or that well, I yeah and, the I was people. Say, and you know they're just normal yes. people but it's oh, funny absolutely. because but like I see it's funny because I but I look at them and they look pretty all the time at least yeah. to me and I don't know maybe it's just because I, but I'm not you should have seen me before I went to your house this was a glam up compared to what I looked at. I was in my Duluth pants. Yeah. My friend's sweatshirt that smelled like a campfire. My nephew was like, you have crazy hair. You need to brush it. And I was like, thanks. Like, I was just a disaster. Yeah. And um, so 
I went to your house real quick and I threw on whatever I had in, in my closet. Yeah. Yes. My closet. You're, at you have a house. drawer. I have a drawer at Molly's house. Stuff. And uh, this was the best I could come up with. I put my makeup on in the car and I was like, yeah, look at me. I'm a real beauty queen. But putting that aside, I'm like, I'm actually going to put in the effort, though. Yeah. I may not be on the level of beauty or my body's not in the shape that these women are in, but I'm going to try. And I just didn't, I guess my real big thing was I thought, well, if I didn't care, I wouldn't be disappointed. I hate being disappointed. So I'm worried that that's, I'm not going to win and then I'm just going to be disappointed. But at the same time, I know all the girls I'm competing against. I'm like, how could you be disappointed when one of your friends wins? Right. Exactly. So you guys are all rooting for each other and you're there for one another. It's a really nice sisterhood that you guys have formed. So I'm like, if I just keep telling myself there's nothing wrong with wanting it and go go for it and if i don't get it i don't get it at least i can say i tried and yep that'll be the end of it and, and then if you do win you can take down the other bitches that are that, up higher the other states yeah the well, other states sorry other states we don't like the other well maybe we do i don't know but wisconsin is best yeah so well and it's yeah i mean i there's no way i'd ever win on the national stage there's just no way they would allow this to be miss america <laughs> no way but It'd be fun. You're like, we have cheese and cows and (laughs) Jeffrey Dahmer. (laughs) Yeah. I did tell my coach that I was going to dress up as Jeffrey Dahmer for the stage. Um, So right when the show starts at Miss America, they have you uh, dress up in a costume that represents your state. Yeah. And I text her and I said, I'm like, hear me out. Jeffrey Dahmer. I'm like, I can have, you know, an intestines hanging in one hand, a knife in the other. And then when I get up there, I can just, you know don't Hi. think they're gonna go for that no she said no. well my previous idea was that i would dress up as a cow that's that could be cute yeah but dress up as a cow like a and black then walk- and white like gown mm-hmm. though yeah but no so that's not where, i know that's, i know that's not where you went i it. wanted to have actual like udders and squirt milk at the judges Ooh. uh-huh uh-huh so she shot that one down too yeah so i guess i should probably wait on the state costume to see if i actually get to that level right. but yeah so that's Keep that, the ideas going yeah. though so my goal is to to try and win it this year otherwise i didn't really set any new year's resolutions because i never abide by them i never follow them i think the new year's resolutions are kind of silly yeah honestly um people always set these lofty goals and i think i i also heard that like this isn't actually like the good time of year to set goals because it's like this is the time of year where like you're supposed to be kind of be cozy and just kind of like I don't know, like respecting, motivated. Well, and respecting like your body's like needs right now versus like the spring when it's time for like to get moving newness. Yeah, right. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that's when the earth is like awakening. Like, like this sounds yeah. like very like I know, but you sound like very um, I know yes, I know right I do, but like it, but with like the earth, Robin. But really though, like if you think about it, like because we are part of nature, right? We're on this earth, right? So if you think about like the cycles of like how the you're looking at me like i'm crazy but like the seasons you know what i mean yeah winter is a cozy season you know what so if you want those extra treats and you want to sit on your couch and watch like that netflix like go for it this isn't the time of year to be like i'm gonna eat vegetables and fruit and that's it no you have those treats go for it spring is a good time for that because that's when that produce comes out anyways and that's my (laughs) ted talk holy shit um so i'm giving everyone permission to go ahead and finish up those christmas cookies that now and, you have and, them and everyone was waiting for molly to be okay I with know. that so go. do it wow got 
I got lots of boxes of chocolates at home I gotta eat. Yeah. Oh, we had a $750 tur- chocolate turkey last night. I saw that. I was $750 for a chocolate turkey. Was it worth it? No. Was it really good chocolate? No. Not was that, it fine? Not that I remember. I don't remember. Okay. That was after the first bottle of Riesling. So I don't remember. I actually do remember trying to break a piece off and I, and I couldn't get it. I'm like, this thing's stupid. So, stupid chocolate turkey. But yeah, it was like, it was for charity. They bought it for charity or yeah. whatever. But I'm like, just give them the money then. Don't give the turkey the satisfaction of being worth that much. Yeah. Pissed me off. Yeah. But it was for charity. It's for ch- children's cancer. and Well, that's good It though. is That is a good but thing, but Interesting still. that the turkey was 700 I mean, so the, it's not actually worth that much, but that no. was like what you got for yeah. giving that much. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Because I was like, what makes that chocolate that worth that much? I'm like... Nothing. I, I saw... I went and saw the movie Wonka. Oh, yeah. How was that? It was so cute with Fletcher. Um, Fletcher's it, in it? With, no. You said with Fletcher. Like, so, I went and saw it with Fletcher. Okay, well, I'm just saying that's the way it sounded. And I'm clarifying for our audience in case they don't know. My son was not in the movie. I wish. Um, but no, it was so cute. But it. speaking of chocolate, I'm saying yeah. like... so. But it was a really cute movie. Was it you that cried during it? I did cry okay, during it. that was it. you. I'm like, somebody yeah. told me they cried during oh, it. Oh, I definitely cried. And Fletcher <laughs> looked over at me. He's like, are you crying? I'm like, yes. It's very sad. It's very emotional. He's like, all right. <laughs> you don't cry often, so. No, that, no. But I'm Wonka, afraid to go like, see lost it. his mom. Oh. Like, and, oh. and he held on to this one chocolate bar that he had made for her. And he, and he had never had it. Like, and he was yeah. hoping that once he accomplished this dream because he she had said to him like i'll be there when you oh so and then he was like waiting for her to show up and you know he kind of knew he would that she wouldn't be there but like that's sad yeah and you know i lost you know my Uh mom so it was like uh you know yeah yeah well, I'm sure your mom's with us while yeah. we sit here and talk about murder. And she's yeah. just proud. Oh, she loved all this. Oh, yeah. I know. That's what I'm so, saying. She's proud. Yeah. She's like, so, yeah. but no, it was like a really, just like a sweet moment. And oh, I was like, nice. oh, but yeah. But I thought it was a really cute movie. And so, then your son, are you crying? Are you crying? <laughs> <laughs> Looks you. over at me. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but, good. Well, yeah. So go out and see Wonka, I guess. Yeah, I recommend it. Um, I, we were going to go see that migration film, but I heard it. Wasn't I heard very it was terrible. Yeah. yeah. Which so, bummed me out because I really wanted to see yeah, it too. Yeah. So, so that's what made us go see Wonka instead. Maybe I'll take Logan to a movie today. Yeah. I don't know. But um, so a couple updates real quick. Um, I'm going to post our final numbers in the group today, but we are averaging 3,200 downloads a month right Yay. now, which is crazy crazy um i keep getting these notifications from the the uh, Podbean, which is what we use to launch it and we keep getting all these like little badges and you know emails about how we're growing at a rapid pace we're like in the top you know 10 percent or something like that of podcasters and i'm like well that's pretty damn cool yeah so, that's really cool so we'll post that in the group today um i didn't want to do it last night in case people were sitting at home listening and i wanted to get those stats in so I didn't know if people were just sitting there. Who home knows? I'm sure someone. Yeah. yeah. But um, I mean, I listened to a podcast last night. See? You never know. Never know. So, yeah. So that's pretty exciting. We are also going to probably be going to CrimeCon. It's not set in stone just yet, but it looks like we will be. 
So we'll probably have a booth there. Um, I'll know, inf- know, know more information in about a week or so. So keep your what? Keep listening. Keep, keep, keep listening to find keep out. Keep your ear to the ground. There it is. So that's it for updates, I believe. Um, unless you know of something that I don't. Oh, I know many things you don't know, Shut but up. we don't have time. Great. Well, well, you know what? <laughs> On that note. On that note. Let's hear your murder, Molly. Let's hear about a murder. So seeing as though today we're actually recording on New Year's oh, yeah. Day. So happy New Year's. Yeah, it's it, actually today. And I have the hangover. There it is. There it is. And I don't because I did not go out last night. I did go and pick up Matt at 5 a.m. from the Vikings. I, oh, Jesus. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Good wife right here. And he's just up again. So it's funny because you picked him up last night at the Viking. I showed up and he's at the Viking. I know. Because we couldn't watch the Badger game. Oh. Football. We don't have it at home. Oh, it's on ESPN too. Oh, yeah. okay. So, um, yeah. Okay. So here we are. Here we are. New Year's Day. Here we are. So this is the New Year's Eve massacre of the Kologi family. Ooh, I don't like that. No, never like the word massacre and nope. a title. But I'm ready. I'm ready okay. for this. On December 31st, 2017, the Kologi family was gathered in their home located in Long Branch, New Jersey. You, fun fact. Yeah. John Bon Jovi's from New Jersey. I know. That's why I did this. Oh. No, I didn't. Okay. But you can think that <laughs> inside were the parents, Stephen, who is 42, and Linda, who is 44, and their kids, their son. They're one of their sons. It's interesting on all of the information, the podcast, he's unnamed and you can't find an age. So he really just like no information on him. Really? Yep. That's different. It's very different. Huh. Um, their daughter, Brittany, who was 18, and she was home from college and recently finished her first semester at Stockton University, and Scott, who was 16, who still lived at home. Also at the house that night was the children's grandfather, Adrian Kalagi, and Mary Schultz, who was 70, and um, who was their grandfather's companion of many years and who they considered their grandmother. Okay. Scott, who was the younger of the brothers there, was described as a child with special needs, so he was taken out of public schools and was homeschooled. Family friend Veronica Mass told NewJersey.NJ.com he learned to read, did his math, um, and he, he became friendly and funny, and he would tell jokes. Before this, he was teased at school, so this really seemed to help and improve his life. He just always needed a little extra help. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Everyone was at home and gathered to ring in the New Year's. Stephen, Linda, Adrian, Mary, Brittany, and Stephen Jr., who was another son. Um, So he, they had four kids. So just overall, but yeah. So, and his girlfriend, Raffaella, and their other brother, who is unnamed. So remember, there's four brothers. This other brother, you just never find out his name, which I found was just really interesting. Is he alive? He's alive. So maybe that's why. Yep. And he just never wanted to be a part of. Yeah. Interesting. He just completely I separated mean, himself from this story. I could see myself changing my name. Yep. And doing that. Yep. For sure. So just know that they had four kids. Okay. We're just not. We're this not. This brother's. And he's just really. 
not a part of the story either. Okay. So don't really worry about them. Just know that they had four kids. Okay. Um, and Stephen and Linda, like I said, they had four kids, but he wasn't home that night. Okay. Scott remembers um, that at some point a gun was found that was legally registered to his brother, Stephen Jr., so he loaded it with bullets. So Scott's the 16-year-old, the one the that, one that had, was special needs. Yes, with okay. special needs. And it was an AK-47. Jesus Lord. Yeah. But it was legally, it was well, legal. Yeah. So that's the thing, though. Yep. That's what people don't understand is like, yep, you can get your paws on a legal gun at any time. Very easily. Yeah. At first, he took the gun outside with the plan to shoot random people in the neighborhood that night. What? Yep. This escalated very quickly. Yep. This escalated. This escalates very quickly. There's not a lot of lead up here. There's not a lot of... Floof? Floof to my story. There really isn't. Okay. Um, But something changed his mind, and around 11.40 a.m., he came back inside and went into his room where he put on a leather jacket, sunglasses, and put in earplugs because he knew that gunshots would be loud. Oh, no. And then he shut off the lights. Oh, no. So he's, like, hunting his own family members. Something else that Scott had done was he researched if a weapon, if that weapon would be effective enough against police if they were wearing bulletproof vests. Oh, my God. Yep. So there was some planning that went into this. So keep that in mind. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So he he knew enough to put in earplugs. Yep. He had done some research about this, yep. right? He, so well, he planned it out. He planned yeah. this out. Why did he shut off the lights, you might wonder? He knew his mom would be coming upstairs to find him and have him come down to join the family to celebrate New Year's with everyone else. Oh, what a monster she is. And if he saw her, he might not be able to go through with what he was about to do. He said, I just didn't want her looking at me. I think it might have st- snapped me out of it. Oh, darn. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. What a psychopath. Yeah. Special needs my ass. This guy's a psycho. Right. Okay. 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 Oh, you're, she's she's going in for it. Okay. As it was getting closer to midnight, Linda did notice that Scott wasn't with the rest of the family. And the grandfather, Adrian, remembers that everyone was just gathered around, you know, downstairs having a good time like you do on New Year's. You know, if you have the whole family over, you're probably in the living room kitchen just hanging out, you know, as you yep. were doing just a yeah. few hours ago, right? I know. So around 11.45 a.m., everything would change for this family. Different reports say that Scott called for his mom, and some say that she just went up on her own to go and get him to tell him it was time to come downstairs. So okay, there's different reports on that. All right. When Linda entered the room, he shot her five to seven times in the stomach, torso, (gasps) chest area. Oh, my God. And remember, it's completely dark, so she didn't even see, see him. Coming. Didn't oh. even know. Next, hearing the gunshots, his father, Stephen, ran upstairs to see what was going on. Immediately, Scott said he shot him in the back. Oh, jeez. So he probably ran upstairs, saw his wife on the ground, probably yep. bent over. Absolutely. And then he shot him. Oh, my gosh. Now, remember, it's New Year's. Yep. What else is Fireworks. happening on New Year's? Fireworks. Fireworks. Mm-hmm. So... There were reports of a neighbor across the street 
hearing the gunshots. Yeah. But at first he was wondering what that was because fireworks, yeah. Yeah. right? But he remembers seeing the flashing going on inside. in the house oh. inside. So he knew something was up. Something was up. Next, Scott walked down the stairs and Stephen Jr., so his brother, who is his older brother, it's confusing because it's yes, junior, junior, but, but it's older. his older yeah. brother, saw him walk calmly towards the kitchen with the rifle where he found Brittany, his sister, who's 18. Remember, she's yeah. just home on break from college, her first year in college. Yeah. And shot her three times in the chest as she was sitting at the kitchen table. Oh, no. Next, Mary, the grandmother, mm-hmm. who wasn't actually married to right. her grandfather, but she'd been in the family for years for sure. and years, was shot four times. Jeez Louise. So Raffaella, who was the girlfriend, hid behind the refrigerator and called 911. Good. And the call went through around 1143. So Okay, oh, okay. so yeah. Yep. Scott told police he fully intended on killing more people, but when he saw his grandfather fall to his knees and weep after he shot and killed Mary, it made him feel confused, and he stopped his spree. Oh. Oh, that's what did it? Yep. Wow. Like, the emotion of his grandfather, like, getting sad. Even the idea of that should have been enough. Right. Oh, yeah. There's reports that Scott and his grandfather were very close. So that might have been a reason that like so, like something clicked in his head, like yeah. something snapped him out of what was happening that like someone that he like felt yeah. a super close connection with like his grandfather like breaking yeah, well, I, down. I don't think they're going to have that close of a Yeah, I don't think they anymore. have that relationship anymore. Um so seeing his grandfather hurting in so much pain, I think clicked Good. something well, in his head and stopped yeah. him from continuing because i think i mean he fully intended on killing yeah. more people he said he did right it's um, crazy can you even imagine no join a family yeah night and yeah they're just in the house like just hanging out new year's like yeah yeah Luckily, the grandfather, Adrian, Raffaella, and Stephen Jr. were able to run out of the house and survive the attack. So Good. At least good. There's yeah. people that got away from it. So when was all, this was all done, Scott had fired 14 shots total with 12 hitting his victims and had killed four people in a matter of minutes. Oh, my goodness. I mean, this was Just minutes terrible. that yeah. this happened. So Just two terrible. upstairs, two downstairs. Linda, Stephen, Brittany, and Mary were found deceased at the scene when police arrived. These were acts of evil carried out by someone who knew exactly what he was doing. Mammoth County Assistant Prosecutor. Prosecutor! Prosecutor! <laughs> um, Sean Brennan said during the hearing later on, he killed them because he could. He killed them because he wanted to. So that's yeah. later on at the trial, but... I it's yeah, I that's, mean that's what it's it is. really important. I mean, evil. This is just evil. evil. Like it's just someone just going around shooting people. I will get more into the trial obviously yeah. later, but um so it was reported that Scott was on the autism spectrum. Mm-hmm. Um and NG NJ 105.5, which is a radio station out there, was quoted Quoted his grandfather saying the teen boy had some sort of brain amorality caused at birth. 
that there was some kind of tumor or something there. There's, I don't know if there was any like medical records ever like really brought up, but his grandfather brought something up about that. Um, And his defense lawyer say that he may have had early signs of schizophrenia. And it's believed at the time of the shootings, he had a break and an episode. Great. Which again, we get more into that. So that's just kind of talking a little bit about what we what they believed. Yeah. Why the why of this? But again, we'll get more into that. Mm -hmm. But when police arrived at the house, Scott was inside and he was taken into custody without any incident. So he didn't put up a fight. He just was taken into custody. Hours after the shooting, when Scott was interviewed by detectives. Um, his brother, 20-year-old Stephen Jr., was sitting by his side acting as his, gar- as his guardian. He had to sit there through the... What? The, yeah, the interview, because his parents were gone. He well, was the yeah, because he did it. Right, he was the next oldest. Oh, my gosh. So you can go online and watch this interview. It's it's like you're watching it his brother's just sitting there yeah. and he's like trying to hold himself together it's hours later that's awful can you even imagine the trauma already I, yeah i can't even imagine like sitting there and and scott's just sitting there talking about shooting his parents yeah. shooting and, his sister yeah and shooting his grandma like he's talking about like how he went on a trip or yeah. how how the weather is going to well, be and tomorrow. The crazy part too is like yeah, and he would have kept killing. He would have killed the person mm-hmm. sitting right next to him. Right, and it's all and, just very matter of fact. Like, and there is something to be said about someone that's on the spectrum. Like they don't have the emotion to yeah. like. It, it's almost like it doesn't click to them. Like it, yeah. it's like a very. Um, that's how my nephew is. Yes. So it's yeah. it's like it the the emotion isn't yeah. there to connect it. It's like yeah, yeah I did that. It's yeah. No big. That's, yeah. That's, that's what I did. Exactly how my nephew talks. Yes. And he's. Um, so if you watch yeah. this interview, it's a very quick interview. The one I watched on YouTube. I think you can find a longer one, but the interview is like only three minutes long on YouTube. You're watching it. It's like there is nothing there with this guy talking oh, no. about what he did. And it's, it's just crazy. crazy because, like, everything you're saying. In fact, I even told my sister-in-law last night that this exact scenario was my biggest fear because of the troubles they have with my nephew. Well, and this is, he was, this is, like, the and yeah. the podcast I listened to. Yeah. And this is not to say people on the spectrum. Like, no. the, this is anyone but, that no, can do oh, this. Oh, I know. But I'm just saying, like, you have to, like, what makes me nervous is that my brother, you know, has AK-47s yeah, yes. in his house. And... You know, he's a hunter. He goes hunting. Like, yes, not for people. Um, No. no, So, yeah, my my brother does a lot of big game hunting and stuff like that. So, but I, it bothers me because I worry about them because you're right. Like my nephew, he was abused by his biological mother and he has no attachment to things. Mm -hmm. And it's sad because we love him so much. But it doesn't feel like it gets to where it needs yeah. to. And I worry about him all the time. And I worry about the safety of everybody else in that yeah. home. So I just, it's like, even when I got there yesterday, the first thing out of my mouth was, Ryan, are your guns locked up? Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy, right? Do you yeah. think about Yeah. But I worry about them. And I told Sarah about this exact scenario last night. So it's you crazy. You should watch this interview. Okay. It's, it's chilling. And I feel so bad for yeah. Stephen Jr.'s having to sit there and like listen to it's just awful his account of what he did, yeah, and just how he's just like yeah. And then I, I I'm gonna read to you. Yeah. I have like some of the script of okay, this. Okay, perfect. So, 
Um, I knew what I was doing. It just felt like it wasn't me, Scott told the detectives. But yet you knew what you were doing, pressed the female detective. Yes, he replied. Were you hearing any voices, seeing things when this happened, she asked. No, no, said Scott. Did you hear any voices that said, do it, pressed the detectives, visions commanding you to do it? No, no, Scott said. Did you ever think of killing someone else, the male detective then asked, to which Scott replied, yes. What stopped you from doing it, the detectives asked. I don't know, said Scott, saying, way too tired. I doubt I'll do it again, referring to killing someone else, but I'm not sure. When you saw your grandpa, did you make the decision not to shoot him? Why? asked the female detective. She asked if he snapped out of it upon seeing his grandfather. Because I was confused, Scott replied. You seem like a smart guy. You know what you did. You're not a dummy, said the male detective. Yeah, yeah, said Scott. Scott also admitted to the police that during the past year, he had taken his brother's gun out many times and touched it. He'd also seen a video on YouTube that showed him how to use it. Looking further at his internet history, he had been reading about the 2017 London terrorist attack on his cell phone before the killings, too. Oh, geez. So he had been kind of toying with this for a while, it seemed. Crazy. Scott then said, I just kept firing until, like, they stopped moving. I would aim at their head and whatnot. Yeah, when I saw they were still moving, because, like, even though I was in this type of thing, I just didn't want them to be in pain at the same time. Oh, now, now you care. Uh-huh. Cool. He said he knew right from wrong. He put 30 bullets in each of the magazines so he could continue shooting until he ran out and had never shot a gun before. He also told detectives he considered continuing his spree outside to shoot a neighbor who bullied him when he was growing up. He also told detectives he didn't have any friends and that he still slept with his parents. He had been thinking about hurting his family on and off for the past year and had been having, having mood swings lately. But he was also a teenage boy, hormones yeah. and stuff. So that's yeah. common. But thinking about hurting your family, yeah. not so common. You could tell that Steven Jr. was trying to almost protect his younger brother, Scott, even though he had just done this awful thing. Like he was kind of... You know, well, that's still his family. Too. It's his family. He knew that he had, you know, some, you yeah. know, he was on the spectrum. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're still yeah. trying to be protective. Like, that's a tough call. He's trying yeah. to be there for him a little bit. Yeah. Um, when the detectives took Scott out of the room to use the bathroom, however, Stephen Jr. broke down crying and threw something across the table. Like, it's like he was like keeping it together while Scott yeah, was, was there, there. But then, yeah. like, he just broke down. Oh, my gosh. That's awful. During the interview, when asked if he felt like himself, Scott said, yeah, that's a strange thing. It's not really affecting me. Wow. When asked how he felt about his parents, he said they were good parents and that he loved them. Then why did you kill them? Yeah. That makes no sense. I know. It, it, this doesn't make sense. Um, the grandfather, Adrian, also talked about how Scott had talked about killing his family in the past. So this had been something that had been brought up in the past before. So so the trial began February 2nd, 2022. So not super long ago. Even though he was a minor, 16 at the time of the shootings, it was moved out of family court and he was tried as an adult due to the horrendous nature of the crimes and he was 20 by the time the trial did begin. I was going to say, why was is that like a five-year gap there? 17, yeah. So that's a long time to yep. 
I wonder if they were just really trying to get a good case against him. Maybe. I mean, with that mental health stuff in there, I'm sure. It, I'm sure that there were so there were evaluations that had to be a done lot of and stuff. stuff so. Yeah. Okay. During the trial, Jonathan, who was a half brother on Scott's mom's side, so the mom had mm-hmm. another kid who had recently moved out, so that he had considered Stephen a father and was very close with the whole family. He was also there on New Year's Eve, but had left to go get a Domino's pizza to get Scott his own pizza that he wanted that night. So, like, he had just Jeez. left. Yeah. Thank God he just left. But, like... Th- but his mom ro- rode along with him, and it was a good drive. It was a good night, and everyone was in good spirits. And there was nothing that made him think that this would happen. Then him and his girlfriend left earlier before yeah. all of this to go to another friend's house. Oh. So they were also there, but they had left before all of this. So that likely saved their lives, like going to a friend's house that night. So during the trial, when asked about his parents again, he said, yeah, I really did love them. And that's a strange thing. He couldn't explain why he did what he did. Scott's defense said that he was in a dissociative state during the time of the killings and made a plea by reason of insanity, which obviously we knew that that was going to be coming, right? I mean... What else did they have at right. this point? Of course. His legal guardian, it wasn't um, Stephen Jr. anymore. Okay. They didn't, I couldn't find who the guardian was, but okay. it wasn't him anymore. Hired a psychiatrist, Maureen Santana, who confirmed he was insane at the time. According to Maureen, he had experienced hallucination, hallucinations leading up to the murders that had become more frequent and desires to hurt others as well. Apparently, he had spoken to his mom about this, uh, but she had told him that if he just ignored these thoughts, that they would go away. He also became paranoid that his family was going to hurt him. He also seemed to have reached a certain age and stopped developmentally and almost started to regress. Mm. His half-brother confirmed that this was had happened and that he could definitely see that this was something, that this was true. He still sometimes needed help getting dressed and still, as mentioned before, slept in bed with his parents. So this was all true, unfortunately. Well, can't sleep in bed with your parents when you kill them. No, you can't. Jeez. About a week before the killing, Scott said that he saw a woman laying in bed with him that appeared human, but her eyes were red and she had long, sharp teeth. Then she turned black as if she was being burnt up. Interesting. Yep. I don't like that. Nope. He told Dr. Santana that the morning of the killings, he felt off. And while showering, he heard a voice that said to him, welcome to the side of evil. But wait a second. He told the detectives he hadn't heard voices. I know. Now he's changing his story. Right. Oh, whatever. Santana said to the jury that she believes he was experienced at the time early signs of schizophrenia. She also goes on to say he was on autopilot for the interview and didn't realize what he was all saying or doing right after he had committed to the murders during the interview. So so it's you either have to believe that right. he was telling the truth in the interview or you have to believe he's telling the truth now. Right. Exactly. Because you can't. Obviously, one's wrong. One right. is not true. Right. That's, just, that's annoying. Right. Exactly. I mean, I don't think there's any denying that he's an insane individual. Right. But I don't. I have my issue is, and I'm sure you know my issue is that I don't feel like I feel like the insanity plea is just a slap on the wrist, right? And I don't like that. 
because you still fucking murder people. Are you getting worried right now? Yeah, I'm worried that he's going to end up. <laughs> yeah, I am worried in a mental hospital where they're going to just release him after six months, so he can be just roaming the 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 world free and coming around the mountain <laughs> when he comes. <laughs> Now, on the prosecution side, Dr. Park Deet said he wasn't schizophrenic, but had an autism spectrum disorder. Okay. He pointed out that the episode that Scott had was short in time and not frequent enough to warrant a schizophrenia diagnosis. And while in jail, the doctors there didn't think he would benefit from any sort of medication used to treat schizophrenia. Okay. Also, going back to the interrogation, when asked if he was seeing things or hearing voices, he had told them no. So, going back yeah. to that. Dr. Dietz believes that over time, that tension built up from being mistreated, bullied, and being different, you know, and that he just kind of snapped and he took it out on his family. So? I'm sorry. Right. I still don't. I, um, this is what makes me so angry about this stuff. It's like, I don't care. Oh, he killed people. Oh, right. Oh, right. Like, but he's saying that he's not insane oh no but i know but what my issue is the whole thing is like where you can they can go back and forth on whether or not what mental illness he has who i don't care he killed people he shouldn't be shown any sort of special treatment or remorse right what he did i don't care what's going on upstairs i got stuff going on upstairs you don't see me killing people you shouldn't kill people is the main thing i don't like blood so scott's attorney asked for 30 years because of his mental illness 30 years per person, right? Nope, 30 years. They argued that he begged for help from his mom and never got it. There was evidence that Linda didn't want Scott to tell his therapist, so he was going to therapy, that he wanted to kill people because she thought that if he told the, his therapist that, that he would be hospitalized. Yeah. So- and unfortunately, there is records of this. Yeah. So, I mean, I will say that if you need help, like, get help. Like, oh, get please. It. Please, for the love of God, get your help. Please get your help. Like, if, I mean, if my kids ever say, like, Mom, I want to talk to a therapist, I'm having issues, yes. Yeah. 100%. We yeah. will do that. Like, I mean, she, I don't, not victim blaming here at all. No, but, but like, that's, gosh, yeah, like, if your kid's saying, like, Mom, I want to kill people, like, you should probably get some, you yeah. should probably talk to someone yeah, about that. For sure. So, um, February 24th, jury deliberations began around 9.30 a.m. And around 3 p.m., the verdict was read. Am I going to get angry? He was found guilty on four counts of murder. Thank God. And a second degree weapons offense. Yeah, get, just tack that on. Yep. He must serve at least 85% of the sentence or 127 and a half years before Good. becoming eligible for, for parole. Under the terms of New Jersey's No Early Release Act. Fuck yeah. New Jersey. Gosh. Go New Every, Jersey. Everything great comes out of New Jersey. You love it. So, um, I thought this was interesting. The defendant's paternal grandmother, Carol, told the court Scott was a 16-year-old child who recognized that he needed help because of damaging thoughts. Scott told his mother that he was having bad thoughts about killing people, including family members. Although he was found guilty, I do believe Scott's mental condition is the what was behind the night in 2017. I'm asking the court for some compassion and understanding in this matter. Cool. Did he give compassion and understanding to the people he killed? And Fuck like your grandma. I'm like, and your family. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, that's really interesting. Like, I'm like, 
And like, you, is that compassion gonna? Did he? Is that gonna bring your? Was that her daughter essentially then? Um, paternal, paternal. So, so the, her, her son. son. So, her grandson kills her son, and she wants yeah. compassion for him, lady, and her granddaughter, and her granddaughter, and her and daughter-in-law. daughter-in-law. No, absolutely not. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. That's just so um, the judge said the intention of this court is that this defendant never see the light of the outside of a jail cell ever again. Hell yeah. I hope one day you realize the magnitude of what you've done here. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Okay. I am very pleased with the turnout on this one. Okay. I'm I'm glad that you are. Stephen Jr. penned a tribute on his Instagram to his family that he lost. Um, And this was done like early 2018 so it was like right after the murders like i think it was like a day or two after give the ones you love an extra kiss or i love you he had the greatest parents i could ever ask for never once was i without a hot meal or a roof over my head he wrote in a statement that was reposted by a facebook user they made sure christmas came every year although they struggled financially i cannot even describe the type of people they were so just believe me when i say how great they were as for my sister, she was so beautiful and smart, he wrote. I just wish I could tell all of them how much they meant to me and how much I truly loved each and every one of them because I didn't do that enough. He ended by wishing everyone good luck in the new year. And please, please, please remember to give the ones you love an extra kiss or I love you. Yeah. Oh, that's so sad. And I, it's just crazy. Like every year yeah. like, this day comes and... It's like a big year, a big big day. Yeah. So they, you know, while most people are out enjoying themselves, this whole family's got this in the back of their mind. on them. Mm -hmm. Just there. their lives, yeah. Yeah. That's terrible. Yep. I'm sad. Yeah. I feel really bad for them. But But, I mean. I'm glad that. I'm hoping that he's getting the help he needs while he's in jail. Mm -hmm. Like he's getting treatment. I mean, I know you don't. I I mean. That's sugar and spice. I do not. I know. Sugar and spice. Here we are. No. So, but the house was at um, 635 Wall Street, Long Branch, New Jersey. Was it duplex? Brick, two story. Um, Their side was three bedrooms and one and a half bath and had a full basement. Nice. Um, 1,600 square feet. It was built in 1930. It was last sold in 2018. Okay. So right after the murders, I'm assuming. Um, for $389,000. So, and before that was sold in 2002 for $160,000. And it's currently off the market. Okay. So not a lot of info yeah. out there. Duplex, it was a rental kind of. Yeah. Or not rental, but like it's. Yeah. The info I could find, it was like a lot of stuff was combined on it. Okay. So. But yeah, so um, there's a lot of good podcasts out there because it's a New Year's Eve one. Yeah. A lot of people covered that one. So good podcast I listened to is Crime and Coffee Couple. They had a good one on oh, it. Oh, good. Yeah. They were they were good to listen to. I like them. Good. So. so I just want to say this real quick before. I'm sure there's probably listeners that are like, Robin's a monster for my lack of remorse for this guy. But let me just put it out there. I do understand mental illness is a, a big deal. <laughs> just Robin disclaimer. Like, yeah, well, but my problem with it is I don't have sympathy for anyone that kills another human being. Yeah. In any way, shape, or form. Like, I, on purpose, maliciously, don't have sympathy for them. I, I don't care if it is a mental illness. I don't care if they're a child. I don't have sympathy for them. Yeah. You're never going to hear me be like, oh, I hope they go easy on them. It ain't going to happen. Yeah, I know. Um, The only time that I've ever, like, maybe 
maybe had sympathy was like for the Gypsy Rose situation where she was very much abused. Yeah. That's a different story, I think. I think if you are being abused and you have to stand up for yourself and finally take action. Which she's out now. She is. Yeah. And we should, people have messaged me to do that case. So, but I want to wait and see how things go for her before we cover that one. Yeah. But it is one of those things where, yeah, I understand that. Or if you're in a domestic violence sort of situation and you've got to take matters into your own hands. Okay, fine. But when you kill your loving family, I don't give a shit about. I know sympathy for you you're not going to get it from me yeah and that's what i'm saying so oh yeah i i and also like i i don't care if he's getting the help he needs either in jail because he's never getting out of jail yeah and the government doesn't need to spend money on trying to fix somebody that is never going to get out anyway yeah i don't care if he sits there with his little crazy pants self yeah so i think i might have made that worse but i don't well, hey, sugar and spice, yeah. though, too. Yeah, and I mean, that's yeah. just... I just, I, I just don't have... I'm, until the... Well, I just found it crazy... Not crazy. That's not the right word. I just found it interesting that the grandmother was like, please... Yeah. Take, it's like, ma'am, no. he killed four... Well, three members of your family and then another loving member that was a part of your family. It's yeah. like... No. Like, what are you... Like, no. What? No. I don't feel sorry for him at all. And I cannot believe that... Someone can stand there. I do and wish. Him. I do wish that, like, maybe if he would have gotten some help beforehand, maybe this could have been avoided. Yeah, and maybe that's the case. Yes, but it isn't. Uh, we can't. What ifs? Yeah. So aren't it, that he did what he did? He, he did, did, and yeah, I bit my tongue when I said that. You did. That's my karma for being an asshole. <laughs> so there. If anybody was mad at me for not having any pat- compassion for that guy, I just bit my tongue. No, I don't think it's that. You know, at all. I just no, yeah. I just that the lives he took away for no reason. No, it's just he. Just, it's not okay. Yeah, and that's how I feel about that. No, and that's. But how I think I'll, it's yeah. important to listen to people that say if they need help, and I think that's yeah. something we can take well, away from we, this. As we've come along as a society, I right. definitely think that that is being addressed better yes. than it used to. Yep. It's just it also comes down to parenting is tough. It is hard. I don't think his mom ever thought she was doing the wrong thing. Absolutely not. I think that she was trying to protect him the best way that 100%. she could. 100%. So she probably just didn't want to lose him. And she was right. afraid that, that she would. Yep. Exactly. So it just sucks that it turned out the way that it did. Yeah. Um, for the entire family. Yeah. But I, I you never know what if what decision you're doing is right, which no, is wrong. You, don't. you just don't. You don't. But so, yeah, it's a hard case. It's a yeah. sad one. It's a tough one. Yeah. So. So. There you, there you go. go. There, there you, you go. There's, Happy New Year, everyone. Happy 2024. Yeah. So I did remember while you were talking that I forgot to mention about our live show coming up, too. Oh, yeah. Our live show's coming up. So mm-hmm. that is on February 16th. It's in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 16th. Yeah, 16th. Yep, 16th. Okay. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's the 16th. Um, it's a Friday. If, it, if that's a Friday, then yes, that's when it is. It's at Kelly's Bleachers, Milwaukee. And... Um, we are going to have raffle baskets and a 50-50 raffle for charities. And so I'm working on doing that. I'm hoping to use my platform, which is The Road Home, as our um, as our charity. So I'm working on that right now. But we'd love, if you are in the area, if you could come out and join us. Uh, tickets are on our Facebook page. I need to get the link on our website. That's on yeah. my to-do list today. So. Yeah, so be sure to join us for that. I also think we're going to be having a special guest at our show. I'm in the works on that. I'll tell you about it when I'm done here. But, Whoa. yep, you don't even know. Don't even so, know. Uh, so it's going to be great. So I hope that you guys can make it out for our show. 
And also, oh, and Hinzy Homemade will also be at our show. They're going to be selling our swag. And if you go to HinzyHomemade.com, you actually can go straight to our merch and dice that we are selling for our podcast. Yep. So, and that um, just continues to help them grow their business. And I really need you to support their business because that's my son's aunt and bonus mom. And I love them and I want them to do well and succeed. And look, we're going to need to send Logan to college. And I have to send Logan to college. So go buy some merch. <laughs> and of course, if you, uh, we haven't gotten all of our things up there right now. Kimberly is working through some different designs and things like that. But if there is something you do want to see, they you can just message us or them yeah. and we'll get it done. If you have any ideas, let us know. Yeah. We also have coasters from Vesta's Visions that we'll be selling at the yeah. show as well. So yeah. And we'll get those up on our website at some point too. But yeah. So thanks to everybody that continues to help us with the show and making us a success. Making us a success. Yeah. Yeah. I hope. I'm sorry. My tongue really Robin's hurts. Robin's starting to lose it. Oh, my, my gosh. My tongue hurts. My headache is back. It's time for me to take nap number three of the day. She needs so. to lay down. She needs to get yeah. horizontal. Yep. <laughs> so. All right. Well, you guys, um, hope you had a safe and happy New Year's Eve and you have a great start to your new year. Here's to 2024. Kicking 23 to the door. How long have you been waiting to say that? Just thought of it. Oh, my gosh. Yep. Everyone pray for me. Okay, bye. Bye.